Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Two weeks late. <laughs> so where where have we been? Oh, we have been uh, giving thanks on days. On, on and Thanksgiving. <laughs> on days. <laughs> um, well, we were gone for a holiday. Yep. And then last week, we took the week off because I couldn't talk. Why couldn't you talk? (laughs) Apologies, everybody. I had what you call blunt force trauma to my larynx. Yeah. (laughs) From what? Playing hockey. What what hit you? uh, A hockey stick. Yeah, yikes. Hit me in the throat. Um, Which I think was all the other person's fault. Uh, because you're supposed to be responsible for your stick, and yeah. all I did was play defense, and uh, yeah. So I actually I don't know if I heard the story because of how it happened when I saw you that day. To be to be clear with everybody listening, we did still hang out that day and work out. It was almost in complete silence. I was talking a little bit, but I didn't literally want to be the only one talking for like two hours. <laughs> um, then you were just kind of nodding to me and holding up fingers for how many reps of things that I need to do. Um, so I, I don't think I ever heard, heard the story of how you got hit in the larynx with a hockey stick. Uh, player was coming down the ice. You know how there's two circles. Yeah, oh yeah. Right. Uh, he skated to the outside of the circle. Mm-hmm. I stayed with him. I stepped up on him to push him to the outside further. He decided in that moment to take a backhand shot, which he doesn't have a good backhand shot. So he took a hard backhand shot as I pushed him to his um, his backhand, as I pushed him to the outside of the circle. And the follow-through, as I was closing the gap on him, came up and hit me right in the throat. Ooh. Yeah. And I dropped. That's really bad controller I, stick. I dropped bad. I like I. It, it was immediate. It yeah. was. It was like it was one motion. He took a shot, and I went down. Yeah. It was not like a delayed thing. I went down, uh, dropped my stick immediately, dropped my gloves immediately, and I was like r- trying to rip my helmet off. Yeah, because you I, like not breathe. Um, I was able to breathe, but it was just everything felt pressed inward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was freaking out. I was like, oh shit, and I was like <clears throat> spitting. Um. I didn't talk. I couldn't talk. So, like, I remember I was, like, I was wincing in pain, and everybody everybody stopped and was just, are you okay? Are you okay? And I couldn't say anything. I Did all, you, like, try? No. Yeah. It, was, it hurt too yeah, much. Yeah. So, I was just clutching my throat. And they were like, what was it? Because nobody saw, like, the full extent of what happened. They just saw somebody take a shot, and then I went down. They yeah. thought the puck hit me. And I just kept pointing to my throat, and they were like, oh, shit. Like, I is it? Do you have blood? Now I was I, I was spitting and there was no blood, and so I just went to the bench and sat down. And then I was just sat down for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. just like massaging my throat and trying to see how bad it was. <clears throat> I tried to talk then and it was super tight, and I was like, yeah. "Yep, I'm not talking." Um, and then I put on the helmet and I was like, "I can finish. I got time." Jesus I, Christ, <laughs> dude! And I, then I went out there and I played a three minute shift, and uh, that was it. I hope you don't. <laughs> but you're gonna kill yourself one day. <laughs> Whoa, Jesus Christ! What the fuck? You're just like <laughs> I have heard so many stories. Are you like I gravely injured myself, but I kept going. <laughs> I kept doing this optional thing that I could have stopped at any point. Yeah, true. I blew out my back and finished my set. <laughs> that was my shoulder. I had COVID was- and it was 97 degrees out, but I still finished Murph. <laughs> Yes, that one was a that was a war of attrition. That Jesus. one, the shoulder one was a bad idea. Where it was like, I still have like thirty pull ups to go. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, 
Yeah, that was bad. That was stupid. It's not good. That was stupid. You never win in these situations. But I do, because in that moment, everything is saying, like, stop, you shouldn't do this. You oh can't do this. Oh, my God. And I just give two middle fingers, and I just get it done. Do you ever, <clears throat> could there ever be a, a day where you can say, I know I can do this, because I've done it time and time again. It's my normal. I'm now going to <laughs> listen to the other, other version of myself. There's a person inside you saying, stop, stop, stop. And then there's another person saying, go, go, go. <laughs> And what if you got strong enough to not listen to that second person? <laughs> I almost stopped cutting a tree down. Um, there was a tornado. Tornadoes came through and hit my family's house. And in the woods, there was a tree that fell against another tree. Mm -hmm. And the other tree was propping it up, but it was getting pushed down because mm -hmm. the tree that fell on it was bigger. And I was like, that's going to kill A, the other tree. And B, when both of those go down, that's just a bigger mess. So I should cut the tree mm -hmm. that's leaning the against lean, the other the trees. tree. So yep. keeping the leak. The problem is the lean tree was so high up. Mm -hmm. um, and as I told you earlier, when I couldn't really cut it at the base. So I had to take a pole saw mm. and I had to extend it as far as it could. And I cut it at the high point. Yeah. So it just dropped. Yep. And then I could chainsaw it. But being underneath that with a pole saw which took me, I think, an hour and a half to cut. Jeez. I don't know if you ever used a pole saw before. Mm. Uh, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, it sucks cutting branches. Yeah. Um, actually, to be fair, it's almost e it's almost easier cutting a tree because there's not as much wiggle room as if a branch. Yeah, once you get in, you just hold it, right? I would have to... I was pushing it up. Like, I would have to pull it down to a squat. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then stand up and push overhead. Wow. In order to get it up and over. So you're holding the whole pole <clears throat> above your head. Yep. Yeesh. And then the problem was is that I couldn't get the leverage on the angle I was at to push it up. Yeah. So essentially, I had to lift it each time yeah. out of the actual groove. Yeah. Well, out of the actual like incision. Yeah. In the groove, push it all the way up again where I could get more leverage to just pull. So I could only do back saws. Oh, it wasn't an electric saw. No. It was a you were just pole. hacking at this yes. thing for a while. So I just Ugh. had to like... Jar it up in the in the slice, push it back forward, have the teeth grip and bite, and then yank it down by pulling with all my weight into a into a squat. Oh yeah, that was brutal. That's like a mega workout. <clears throat> and the scary part was was just like when this thing drops, it's going. Yeah, there's no oh, it's timber. It's no, it's already it's already fall. It's Crack already, fall. Yeah, it's already <laughs> felled. Yeah. So it's gonna just completely finish. Yeah, and um. Yeah, it was a like jump out the way. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Moment when it fell. Oh yeah, it was holy shit. So you just said you started the story by saying you almost stopped. I almost stopped. Um, because <laughs> it was just I was halfway through and I was just thinking I didn't put all this work in and prepare for it to just stop now. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, all the work you had done to that point would be wasted. And I was I was thinking to myself about how I did all I could to be safe. Sure. Like, there's nothing else I can do to make this safer. Yeah. So just go for it. Yep. And that's what I did. Damn. So anyway, <coughs> that's where we were the last two weeks. Yeah. And I just got my voice back on Tuesday. <clears throat> yeah. So 72 wow. hours ago. Damn. And here we are. You sound pretty good. There's yeah. There's a yeah. little, like a 5% of something in there. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday was really raspy and tired. Yesterday, it was recovering. And today is like the closest to normal it's been. Yeah. But you can kind of hear it. It's like wispy at times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It sounds like you were like at a concert last night. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it's been. 
But um, Thursday when I saw you, I I was like, so like, how bad is it? I don't want you to try to say anything. And you were just like, I mean, I could try to say something if I want. And I was like, nope, don't say another word for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was really rough. It was bad. It was bad. Um. So yeah. So but now we're back. Now we're back. How was your Thanksgiving? I forgot the Brussels sprouts that I was supposed to make. Um, <laughs> Shit. So that part sucked. And you know what's funny? I realized I forgot them as I pulled off the highway 45 minutes down the, like. Did you make them <clears throat> and forget them? No. I bought them and bacon to do uh, season yeah. half uh, sprouts with bacon bits. <laughs> and I left all the ingredients in the fridge. I forgot to bring them with yeah. me. Uh, and I was turning off the highway for the family get together. And then I went, I don't have the fucking Brussels sprouts. Fuck. Shit. And it's like an hour away, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not turning around. Nope. So I went, God damn it. Um, it was fine. It was. It's There's fine. still enough food. Just less veg. Yeah. It just wasn't balanced. Yeah. We didn't sure. have the veg. Yeah. <clears throat> Dang. So the kind of, we had a lot of carbs. We had stuff. Oh, the stuffing is always the best <laughs> stuffing. Uh, we had stuffing. We had scalloped potatoes. We had a uh, sweet potato casserole. Do you do marshmallows on top of that? No. When you do it? Okay. No. Um, I've had it with marshmallows. And I think they're good. Yeah. But oh uh, no, not this one. And then we just had the turkey. The turkey. Ooh, I found the secret to good turkey. Tell me. You take the turkey out. You let it sit for thirty minutes, tented under tin foil. After cooking. After cooking. Yeah. And then you start cutting into it. Sure. Oh. Interesting. Well, it's well yeah. done. You oh, just let it like rest rest let soften. it rest yeah, yeah don't cut any it's like a steak yeah and just let it sit um yeah it was good it was good and then after thanksgiving after the dinner uh well more like lunch after the lunch we then had um christmas decorations so that uh at the, the families or yeah, yeah 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 at the family house went downstairs brought up the tree the ornaments decorations we put everything out there uh and then it was good and then i came home and um, it was a busy time, but I, I think overall it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as good as other years. Uh, missing the, I didn't like the imbalance. Yeah. You know, um, another thing I did was that, uh, my mother bought gravy, not from a can, but a store made gravy oh, okay. from a, like a, a special catering spot yeah. where they make the gravy. Yeah. And the thing I really miss, uh, I really uh, underestimated was how long it would take to get it to temp. Oh, so it took forever because if you if you just fucking blast it with heat, it bubbles and bursts and it doesn't yeah. get warm. Yeah, it's just the heat escaping through it. Yeah, yeah, so you have to do it over a period of time, and it was so gelatinous because mm. it was so fatty. The yeah. gravy was so thick. It took forever. It took over the thirty five minutes of letting the turkey rest. Wow, to get it to temp. That's insane. Um, but what I did actually was that I took pan drippings yep. from the turkey and then I put it in and I kept stirring it. Yep. And that actually helped break down that heavy emulsification. Yep. Um, and added a little bit of warmth. Added some warmth, added some some no, very good flavor. Yeah. That worked out really well. Um, yeah, no, it, the balance was good. The balance was good. We had corn. Uh, we had, what was it? Like We had like... I think it was corn casserole, not sweet potato casserole. I think we had both. I think it was corn and potato casserole. I just had my first corn casserole this Thanksgiving. It's sweet. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, really good. It was uh how what what was yours like? 
like how, how it was, was like it? really wet cornbread. Okay, yeah, that's with exactly what this one was. It was cornbread mix with uh, a can of corn drained, and then a can okay. of like sweet corn or whatever, or creamed corn or something. Okay, so it was like super wet cornbread with corn. Nice, and we're like, damn, this this kind of slaps. This is yeah. brand new to us, but this yeah. is very good. Um, cool. so yeah, but it was the it was the normal go to the family house. We all cut, get together, have the food, clean up, like they're pretty much immediate family. Yeah, just immediate family. Um, because everybody else lives too far away. Yeah, uh, there's kids involved, and it's like it's it's such it's such a hassle, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with uh with with other people's kids. I know when you say something like, "Let's go to the store," when you have a, a you have a child that is under i don't know seven years old Mm -hmm. it is such under five years old yeah is such a thing yeah of we need the diapers and the food and the bags and the toys and the emergencies and the car seat you got to get in here and make sure you you need to strap the shoes on yeah strap the shoes on put the jacket on on. don't take it off don't throw the hat like don't do this with that (laughs) thing okay and then it just turned into let's all just meet up for christmas and thanksgiving is just an immediate family thing which is what we're doing um and yeah so that's that was my thanksgiving and it was good it was it was a fun time but it was also just uh i don't know i think again it's funny to say, but not having the Brussels, like not having a, a pure veg, yeah, not having a pure veg, veggie serving, yeah, it threw the balance off a bit. Was there? It a, wasn't bad. The food wasn't bad, but the balance was off. Yeah, I'm not trying to make you feel this way. I'm just asking because I would feel this way. Yeah, was yeah, there yeah. like a sense uh, of kind of embarrassment with yourself that you forgot the Brussels sprouts? A little bit. Uh, I was more mad. Yeah. Uh, which is my thing. Like, God damn it, there's no Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and it's it's like, I didn't bring the stupid-ass Brussels sprouts. Um, Dang. Which, thankfully, were really good, because um, we we ended up eating them. And, <laughs> Yourself. Yeah, and it was just, oh, these were, these were slapping. These are really good. It would have been real cool. It would have been real good if we had them at Thanksgiving. Um, that's cool. But yeah, that turkey was so good with that gravy. Nice. Ooh, the gravy is, that's something else I've learned. Turkey can be served room temp or even somewhat colder than that mm. if the gravy is piping hot. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. That's really all you need. Because it gets it there. Yeah, it gets it there. Um, it firms up the turkey, too, when it's not as hot, so it doesn't fall apart as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more sturdy. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Um, Good stuff. Great stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Didn't really drink. Usually have a uh, usually have a bottle of wine, which mm-hmm. they still had as a family. We still had as a family. Didn't really have any. Because um, I was just like, mm, I don't care for it right now. Yeah. I don't want to feel the that warmness from it when I have to decorate and then also drive an yeah. hour home. Yep, yep, just, yep. I don't want to deal with that. So I don't. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Talk to me. Because yours good. is yours is an event. Well, yours is always such an event. It's like mine is a quiet get together, and yours is the uh, home alone sized <laughs> kids screaming, everybody yeah. running around. That is usually how it's how people it is. getting squished behind chairs trying to get past. Yeah. Now here's here's what I'll tell you about this one, and just gonna bring it down a little bit, but then we're going to come back and we're okay. going to have fun. But my grandma passed away earlier in November. So we yes. had a big family gathering for that, the funeral. It was everyone. It was like, we haven't had this much of the family since 2018. Um, but for those listening, that means instead of the usual 100 people, 
it's like 200 people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this Instead means. of the usual 50 people, it was like 65 people. That's like, we're talking to actual numbers there. Like the <laughs> folks from England flew out. The folks, the folks from Utah flew out. The cousin who works at Glacier National Park in Montana took a puddle jumper to an airport to fly out. Um, everyone was there for, for grandma's funeral. And that was a big, that was an event. Yeah, that was everybody got together. We went to the church and then everybody had the after party at my aunt's house after the church. And then the next day, everybody went to Fisher's Island, which is where she was buried and where my grandfather was buried. And everybody was there and everybody was on the boat on the way there and everybody was on the boat on the way back. And then a bunch of us hung out at my uncle's house, who's right near where the ferry is that takes you to New York. So it was like this whole big thing. It was like a whole weekend of of the full 65 and it was just so much. And then like a week and a half later was Thanksgiving. Like two weeks later was Thanksgiving. My aunt, my mom's twin, uh, we're like we're like an extended immediate family. We're like two halves of an immediate family. My my aunt's family and my mom's family. Yeah. My aunt was like, Hey, crazy idea. She just texted her family and our family. Does anybody not want to go to the big <laughs> event this year and just do a quiet thing at my house and we'll just kind of do our own thing? <laughs> and we're all like Yes. So, like, we didn't want to have the whole thing again. Wow. So, when's the last time you had a, a wedding, a wedding, a Thanksgiving this small? Don't remember. Holy shit. Literally don't know if I ever have had one. You broke tradition. Yeah, we did. Okay. I mean, like, we literally just had a thing. Like, we had a huge meal. Like, the, the funeral thing was catered. So, we had, like, a huge lunch. And then the next what day, we lunch, had a huge dinner. Well, at the funeral? Yeah. It was like a huge like sandwich platter and there was cake. What kind of sandwiches? Like a variety or just a single? Like ham and cheese, turkey and cheese. Okay. Uh, um, the Italian grinder, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Super um, subs. The potato salad. Just a bunch of, it was just a bunch of grandma's favorite food, okay. which is why there was cake. <laughs> if you thought okay. that that was weird to have cake at a wedding. But okay. um, it was her cake recipe that she was famous for. But. And then, uh, so yeah, we just broke tradition, did our own thing. And it was really nice because I was also in the process of applying for a new job. And it's like, man, this is a lot. Uh, so I like it, the text came at the perfect moment. I think I was the second person to answer. Yes. But in the matter of like 15 seconds, like I was on my phone when the text came through and I'm like, oh, the fiance, this is such a good idea. Right. And she goes, oh, that actually sounds really good. And by the time I had responded, my sister had already said, that sounds great. <laughs> Or someone in the family had, but um, so that happened. It was just uh, her immediate family, my immediate family. Um, so it was eight, eight it was people, like thirteen of us. Oh, I Jesus! Think. Just real small, real small. Thirteen. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So it was at it was at her house, which is like the Christmas house. It's a big hosting house. It's where we always go for Christmas. Um, it was nice. We had turkey. We had the, okay. the, the corn, corn casserole thing that yep. was new. Cause that was brought by, um, someone who usually doesn't come. My cousin's like best friend, uh, came to this one too. Uh, my cousin wasn't there cause she lives in Philly right now and she just couldn't make it up. But her best friend still came cause she like, she's so close that okay. like, we're like, e- you could come too. Um, she brought the, the corn casserole, uh, turkey stuffing was so good. Uh, we had green beans. Uh, the mashed potatoes were really good. They were like really soft, but not like blended, not mashed all the way. So they weren't powdered. No, no, they're real. Okay. From um, scratch. They were from scratch. Okay. They were, they were <clears throat> peeled. So there weren't skins in it, which I do prefer. I'm fine with skins, but I prefer them without. Okay. They were really soft and smooth, except there were like big chunks. 
because they weren't like he just kind of my uncle did like a quick mash but like some the ingredients he put in him it was like so silky smooth but like every once in a while you'd get like a chunk of a potato but it would still be so soft because i think it was just boiled for a long time so good they were like the most unique delicious mashed potatoes i've had in a long time um pearl onions you ever have pearl onions and just in they were like cooked in butter and you could just have them on the side um never had pearl onions by themselves what do you have them in uh green peas green peas like in green peas like you take green peas yeah and you like saute them yeah with some butter salt and pepper yep and then you throw in the pearl onions yep and then you saute them and you have that as a thing that's that's your side okay for me that without peas (laughs) so it's pearl (laughs) onions saute sauteed with butter salt and pepper okay it's super good (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah the the normal stuff um had a couple glasses of wine the whole time red or white uh red okay uh don't know you think i know Malo, it was whatever Pino, what was cab, open. blend couldn't tell you okay got it yeah, uh got it. N- never knew didn't know while i was drinking it <laughs> i was like hey do you want some wine i said sure i was like mm, this is pretty good that's it that's all i need okay. to know okay. um <laughs> and then the whole time dinner was happening my special nectar was cooking on the kitchen counter my crock pot with a gallon of apple cider with uh with all my spices and uh and a, and a bottle of bourbon i went with maker's mark this year yeah a uh, okay. bottle of bourbon right next to it did it differently this year because there were some sober people in attendance and instead of glug 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 all the bourbon into the crock pot we just i poured everybody a mug and if you wanted i could i threw a shot of bourbon into it okay. uh did which is different uh no not at all maybe a little bit stronger because I think some of the bourbon, some of the alcohol burns off. off. Yeah. Um, like just a little bit because it's not boiling, obviously. It's just hot and it's warm. Um, another just smash hit. The sober people in attendance were like, this is delicious cider. <laughs> like, this is so good. I think I'm going to go have a third mug if that's okay. <laughs> and I brought the the big, the full size crock pot, the a whole gallon um, to the big 65 people shindig last year. And it lasted for a good chunk of the night after dinner. So I'm like, this is going to be too much to bring to just 13 people gone by the end of the night. <laughs> it was just everybody had like two or three mugs of it. Uh, and we were getting pretty toasty by the end of the night. So yeah. it was pretty, it was pretty did fun. You, did you finish the whiskey or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, no. No, I left it there. I gave it to my cousin, the cousin who you FaceTimed here one time. Okay. Um, I was like, hey, we use like half of this. Do you want the rest of the maker's mark? He's like, yes. <laughs> Stupid. Um, I was going to say yes. Nobody says no to whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I gave him that. as a. I was asking because I was going to say you could bring it over and we can, <laughs> if you don't want it. And we can. <laughs> we could have we can whiskey drink it. on the podcast. Yeah, we can drink it. Um, no, I give it to my cousin. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was a nice little chill, fun, quiet time. And then uh, worked Black Friday the next day because I work at a job where Black Friday is still very important. And then had a very nice chill weekend that weekend. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the days went on. And then you came and didn't talk with me for the, <laughs> the next <laughs> Thursday for night. Kind of told you a little bit about what was going on in my life, but mostly just... <laughs> Worked out. Took your vow of silence with you. <laughs> I would just go every once in a while <laughs> in the in the garage gym. Mm. But yeah, that's good. Happy that's Thanksgiving. Good. Happy Thanksgiving, man. I love I love talking food. Uh, I am actually in the hunt for a good price of beef for Christmas. Mm. Uh, gonna try to do. 
My favorite cut is prime rib. Mm-hmm. A prime rib cut is amazing. It's expensive as fuck, so mm-hmm. I don't really do it. But looking for that or just roast beef in general. Mm-hmm. Just to slice up some roast beef. Nice. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my coworkers... I've been meaning to tell you this. One of my coworkers has a connection for prime rib. No, this okay. is back to Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. His turkey. He sous vide it. Oh, the whole thing? <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> he put it, he stuffed it with stuffing. And then he put it in a big ass bag okay. <laughs> that he vacuum sealed and put it in literally a five gallon Home Depot bucket. <laughs> Filled with water and the sous vide machine into it for 18 hours. How to come out though? Apparently, amazing. <laughs> and then he and then he broiled it in the oven for like 20 minutes or something. Just like to that. get the skin crispy. And yeah, shit. to yeah. get the skin crispy. And he was like, it was extremely tender the whole way through. I was like, like, how did you come up with that? How did you like follow the recipe? He goes, literally thought, wonder if I could do that. <laughs> wonder if I could sous vide a turkey. And I'm like, and you tried that on Thanksgiving Day? He's like, yep, and it worked. That's and he was hosting. That's that's gutsy. He, he hosted some people. And decided to fucking Home Depot bucket a turkey. <laughs> what you know? What I want to do? I want to host a big family get together of um, my partner's family and my family for a holiday. We can't do it where we live because it is so small here. We cannot fit more than four people really. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always talk about hey, when we get our own place, hopefully. Um, <laughs> Hopefully that happens. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a kitchen that's large enough to prep and cook and a dining area large enough to seat people that dream. we can com- combine everybody and we can host for once. Yeah. And wouldn't that be so fun? Um, and I think about it and I go, oh, the memories, that would be so nice. But then I always think the logistics of that fucking suck. I Yeah, I bet. Like, it's, that sucks. That's it, so much work to do. And yeah. it's just thinking like, Ooh. but then I, I, it must be something you get good at. Cause like our parents do it like the, our parents. But host. here's the thing. Here's something that, uh, I think everybody needs to understand. And that is good parents. Um, cause there's plenty of bad parents that don't fucking fall into this. Yeah. But there are good parents and good parents learn about not compromise, but sacrifice early on. Okay. And they realize I am not first anymore. Ooh. Yeah. Kids first. I, it's family first. It's a, I don't get to do what I want to do. I don't get to do things how I want to do them. I have to do things. What I I want, I have to do what's best. The way that's best for my family. Yeah. And sometimes it's, Hey, I have to work a 12-hour shift on Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> and I think at that point it's just baked into them at this level of how many years it's been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh when you do it for like 30 years, I think you realize it's kind of just the the practice you have to do. Yeah. And uh you just do it mm-hmm. because you're right. Fuck it sucks. Um <laughs> and I think that's just what it is because funny enough, my mother was saying that she was saying, "I don't I can't do this next year." I'm oh. so tired of the amount of work this takes to host Thanksgiving. Yeah. And yeah. that's with me showing up early to help out. Yeah. She was just, it's so much work and time and like it, all the food prep. I, I assume well, food tables, cleaning. Uh, appetizers, yeah. cleaning, putting things away, taking yep. things out, like all that stuff, the laundry afterwards, uh, washing the tablecloths and everything. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, and then, of course, we decorate Christmas items. Mm-hmm. So then you have, like, <laughs> there's even more after that. There's no just laying around and napping nowadays. Hey, you know it would be great this Thanksgiving? Let's make it harder for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we do. <laughs> Let's so, give ourselves more shit to do. So she was saying next year we're going to do it somewhere else. 
And I was like, okay, if that's what you want, um, it's there's your house. Your, so there's, you your, there's your time or time to get a house, huh? Work. Hey, you know what? Just, uh, just got to ask, uh, ask for those rates to drop and we'll be biting. Yeah. We'll be biting. So fingers crossed for you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, overall good, good. But many other good things happened since we last had a podcast episode. Like the Loki season finale? Yes. How about all of that fucking season? Yeah. Holy so shit. we're doing a new thing on the show where we don't really talk about a show until it's done. Because it just gets very repetitive to repetitive, talk about it after yeah. every episode. Yes. Yes. But uh, Loki, we haven't really talked about. I think we mentioned after like episode one or episode two, like, yep, still good. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about it when it's done. Oh, yeah. And now that it's done, what are your thoughts? I think it is by far the best marvel show in uh, in the catalog it's by far the best show by green by far i'm gonna um, go out on a limb and say it's the best thing since endgame the best marvel since endgame show or movie maybe an argument could be made with me for no way home Spider-Man. i was gonna say i mean i think i think it's those two I think No Way Home takes the lead on that. But. I think No Way Home takes the lead. It did fan service, the best I've ever seen fan service ever get done. Yep. The story was incredible. The acting was incredible. The emotions were incredible. Yes. Uh, the the set pieces, the action. Yes. It was all incredible. Loki is just so new and refreshing and interesting. And the acting is so good. And the music is so good. And the visuals are so good. And the story is so interesting and confusing and intriguing. That's what's so powerful about it. Yeah. Is just I think, and I think it's because it's it's it's. I don't want to cheapen it by saying we have an established connection to Loki because mm. Loki's been around since uh, Thor one, Thor one, yeah, Thor one, yeah. I was gonna say Avengers, but yeah, Thor one. Uh, Loki's been around for a very very long time, and I think what we get out of it is not. It's not just that connection. Mm-hmm. It's the delivery of that performance. Yeah. I think also everybody delivered. Every yep. single person delivers. Owen Wilson, I think, stole the show again this season. Yeah. 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 Um, I forget her name. Sylvie? No, the other one. B-15? No, the other one. <laughs> the other one. The evil one. The evil one. Uh, Rem- Renslayer. Renslayer. Yeah, Renslayer was great. She was good. Renslayer was great. Yeah. Um. Even uh, Miss Minute. Miss Minutes was good. <laughs> was really good because uh, that was a twist I didn't see. Yeah, that <laughs> she was the one pulling all the strings, and she was an AI that fell in love with the, the He Who Remains. And uh, like whole spoiler cast by the way. Spoiler oh, spoiler cast for Loki season two. <laughs> spoiler alert for season two of Loki. Yeah. Um. Continue. Skip ahead to. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing we that. We might, though. No, 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 no. Just keep <laughs> going. Right. Just keep going. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it was really great. Uh, was there anything in particular you wanted to talk about? For Loki? Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about why it was so good. <laughs> like, in every aspect. Yeah. Every aspect. The, the art, the design, the, the way it was shot, the people who performed. The story, also, what the it did cinem- to the story. Yeah. What it did to the story was incredible. Yeah. I remember thinking like, like okay, 
what it, what after season one ended it's like okay they're probably gonna set that up for like a movie a movie's gonna take it on and then like kind of frustratingly no movie touched it <laughs> and it yeah. was it was just up to them to tie that on knot um which is like kind of very un mcu like i feel like another show or something could have ran with that but anyway uh they came back to it perfectly and i'm glad they were able to come back to it and follow up their own thread uh season two literally starts the moment season one ends which was uh i always like to see that um and then like i think from there the story just explodes it does something that the first season did where you're like there's a gonna be a Loki show. Oh god, there's been so much Loki. Can they just pick somebody else to make like special? Oh, it's gonna be the Loki that disappeared during Endgame from the, like the first Avengers movie. So it's gonna be like the annoying old Loki again. What? He's in like a suit and tie. <laughs> like and he's like Owen Wilson is here, and it's all like fifties Art Deco <laughs> retro futurism, and it's about time. And then what they did with that was so inventive yeah and refreshing and out of nowhere but like still so good and still so character driven and it still was so loki but in such a new setting and then season one ended and you're like "Ooh, wow ah, the bad guy he's he's coming exciting all right we're back to the mcu and then they just took it right back (laughs) into like they did what season one did again it's like they threw more at you. They made it even more confusing. They kept it still so character driven, um, like so cerebral. Um, I don't know. It's just so impressive what those writers and, did. And also the growth is, yes. I think, what's so cool is yeah, that yeah. you saw such growth from Loki. Right? Yeah. And um, like a different Loki. Like we've seen Loki now grow in like a Y. Yeah. Like he goes up to Avengers 1 and then we've seen two different versions of him grow in different ways. And this is like the ultimate version of him, I guess. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the other, spoilers, the other one's dead. <laughs> yeah, but also this this is the one that is literally holding time. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. You know? Um, yeah. And I'll say this. It, 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 it was definitely a very technical storytelling Mm -hmm. in terms of what was going on yeah but it wasn't so tech it wasn't um what's that fucking movie christopher nolan uh memento no entropy uh tenet tenet it's not it wasn't tenet (laughs) it it wasn't it wasn't tenet level (laughs) there you can describe every uh, Christopher Nolan movie with one word. <laughs> that Christopher Nolan movie, uh, Dreams. <laughs> that Christopher Nolan movie, um, Space. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan movie, War. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Bomb. Joker. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I mean, uh, it wasn't that level of having to piece things together. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I thought that was really cool and how how fluid it was with both what happened contextually in the in in the show to the character growth it mm-hmm. was so well combined like yep. the the timing and the meshing of it was so well done yeah um it was also it was also like well done in terms of the small bits of humor yeah that they that they threw in there there, there was, was a good great. amount of chuckling yeah yeah which i thought was great um i also think they used and this might be a segue, but they used Jonathan Majors in a very interesting way. Uh, there's that 
that we saw the teaser at the end of some movie. That was the that one scene Ant-Man? from Loki season two. Yeah, it was Ant Man, I think. When all the Kangs came together. No, it was when um, uh, Loki and Mobius were in the theater, and you see Victor Timely. Oh and he's yeah, saying yeah, something. yeah. He goes, "Really? That's him? That's the guy who's gonna <laughs> like ruin everything?" Yes, that's him. He's dangerous. He must be stopped. And we're like, "What the fuck?" He's they're gonna be jumping around through time. That's so cool. And then like, that was a very different version. Of Kang, essentially, than Innocent what, Kang. What we expect. Yeah, Innocent Kang from the 1800s, um, who like remained innocent the whole way, which was also unexpected. It's like, oh, he's going to flip. He's going to have a turn. Oh, nope. He nope. just, he was a good, helpful guy. Yeah, just a nice, helpful dude. <laughs> yeah. It's really, but really interesting. And in the grand scheme of the MCU, kind of frustrating way <laughs> to use Kang is like, they keep not making him cool. Like he was interesting and charismatic and he had a lot of potential at the end of Loki season one when he was introduced. And then in Quantumania, he was bad. He was a bad villain and it was easily killed. He was punched by Ant-Man into like a time vortex bomb or whatever. And then I don't really think, has he been used in anything else? Loki season one. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of Loki season two. He was like, we saw the flashbacks and stuff like that. And we saw Loki continually going back through time and talk to him a bunch of times. That's, that's it. Yeah. And then Victor timely. Yeah. And it's kind of like, when are you going to prove to us that he's a big, scary next villain? Are you? Um, well, they, Ant-Man, he was Kang the Conqueror. That was Kang the Conqueror. Isn't that supposed to be the worst version of him? I think so. <laughs> That's why it was so. That was so much of a letdown that he gets punched to death. Well, they kind don't forget they they hung it in suspense with with uh, with Scott walking down the street. He's like, and I took care of him, right? Did right? I? Did <laughs> yeah. I and the music slows down and zooms in. He's like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I did it. I did. That was it. a very good ending. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe and there also, are worse versions of him. Also, I think the most intimidating part about Kang is the delivery by Jonathan Majors with, to me, the the, the best delivery of Kang is when he's talking to uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, when mm. Michelle Pfeiffer finds out what he's done. Yeah. And he's looking at her and he goes, take my hand, please. Yeah. And th- like that. That please don't make me your enemy. <laughs> yes. That, that, that whole interaction was so well done. Yeah. That was... In my opinion, the most powerful, the most powerful, yeah, display of him was just the. There was so much uh, restrained menace. Yep. Right. Just in like rage, just beneath the surface. Yes, that was yeah. so well conveyed. So I, I think that was um, the best part we saw. To your point, the the, yeah, the whole. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I think that still. The thing with Kang to be scared of is that there is an infinite number of him. They're all going to be different, and some may not be as scary as Kang the Conqueror, um, but how do you defeat 100,000 of him? Because what's... We talked about this back when we when we did the Ant-Man spoiler cast. What was the... What, what's the biggest fear about him? It's, it's not just... It's not like he's just the strongest being or whatever. It's his intelligence, isn't it? It's his intelligence. There's... It's essentially... It's the Council of Ricks. 
He's so smart, <laughs> and there's an infinite number of him that they eventually all figured out how to jump multiverses and stuff like that. And they could all join forces to do one thing. So they may all, now that the sacred timeline's broken, and it's been broken since whatever Loki season one ended, they could all converge on that one. So that's the harm. It's You saw that whole Colosseum yeah. of them. What if they all come for Earth, our Earth, yeah, our, our universe? And there's just, like, how do you stop all of them? And they're like all pretty powerful, but there's a hundred thousand of them. <laughs> More than that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah no, that's, I mean, technically okay. an infinite number. But. Technically infinite. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's his strength. Yeah. Okay. And the, the way to kind of stop him, not really defeat him, but hold him at bay is what the he who remains did, which is prune all the timelines and make sure that this one is safe and there's no other ones. But now I guess Loki is kind of doing that, maybe. I don't is know. He? He's holding all the timelines and he's keeping them all alive. But I think because what happened was the timelines were branching out because of the infinity of effect of them branching, which the uh, what is it called? The parabulator or whatever. No, like the the weave. Yeah, was what can't contain can't expand an infinite amount. Yeah, so. But he he didn't have an infinite amount in his hands, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was just metaphorical. Because we saw when it zoomed way out, he had, like, the whole tree, the Yggdrasil. So, like, who knows how much farther I'm they curious. Spread. I'm curious the actual characteristics of what he's doing with his magic. Yeah. Because that was cool that he turned into Loki the god again. Yeah. That the, we, uh, the god of stories is apparently what nerds on the internet have called it. Apparently that's a thing that comic book people know. Oh. Like, oh, he's not the god of mischief anymore. He's the god of stories. That's what a lot of YouTube videos said. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. cool, apparently that's a thing from that's the comics. That's a thing. Okay, I never heard of that, but that's okay. That's yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um, but, uh, like, what's he doing? He's just keeping them separated? He's keeping an eye on them. No, he's doing something with his power. Yeah. He's keeping them alive because they all died and they all turned black. And then when he grabbed one, he was like, <laughs> and it like turned green for a little bit. He like gave it life again, I think. So he's just using his, the, his power as God. Yeah. As, as a God to. He's just sitting there and he's holding them all. So they all have life so they don't die. But he's the, but he's, then I think he's, he's like trapped. plugged into all of them. And he's trapped then. Yeah, exactly. Because he can't leave. But I think he's like omni omniscient or whatever so in a way he is the new he who remains I, kind of is the way i interpret it i guess we'll see i think they leave it ambiguous on purpose because maybe they want to use him in the future maybe they don't maybe we just know in the back of our minds he's always there see this is the thing that is what everybody criticizes the mcu with being yeah is that and you've said this on this on this podcast the stakes are essentially gone in a way because when you have multiple universes timelines dimensions then everything is infinite and possibilities are infinite yeah so there's iron man dies just bring back another one so technically there's no real consequence which yeah. is kind of the problem here um which i'll be honest i know you don't watch it as much as i do because it's still probably my favorite show that's been released in the past 10 years but rick and morty mm -hmm. um you have that under there's an understanding in Rick and Morty now of how there's the stakes aren't physical. Mm. The stakes are only emotional because mm. physically it doesn't matter anymore because you like Rick and Morty will make fun of it. Oh, why do I matter? You'll just go find another Morty. Like they, they poke at it as being yeah. the, the, the fallacy 
of this of the ability to tell a story and and drive weight and emotion into it but now they make emotion the driving point not the physical aspect mm-hmm. so again they are very heavy-handed in how they storytell now but they'll go oh rick you're emotional you're the c137 emotional rick that cares about your granddaughter that loves your daughter and will die for her blah 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 yeah. like you actually care you're worthless because you care blah 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 that's now the whole um, the whole anchor in, in Rick and Morty is that this Rick actually has emotions for people he cares mm-hmm. about and he will act on it. Yeah. Which is the complete opposite of what the first two seasons was, yeah. which was what well, I mean, that was the whole arc. I think of season one specifically, it was, Oh no, season two, two it was season two where Rick doesn't care about anybody. Yeah. Cause why would he? Cause he's so above us all omni being of, yeah. of, of, all knowing and all accessing and then he sacrifices himself for his family yep and that's why that was such a hard gut punch of just oh this thing this this character that didn't need to care and didn't care actually does yeah and that's the flip of the coin that we now see yeah that was the when he like like he turns himself himself, yeah go to jail to give them freedom then he immediately gets out (laughs) season three episode one (laughs) so good yeah um (laughs) Yeah. So, but so, what would you rate Loki season two? I want to say our number on a scale of one to ten. One on the count of ten. Three. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are we doing this in scale of movies? Doing this in scale of the MCU? Doing this in scale of Disney Plus? What are we doing? Let's do this on a scale of one to ten in the terms of the MCU. Oh, so this includes like Endgame. Sure. If you want to put like Endgame at a ten, which I would. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one, nine. nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. That's never happened. That's never happened. I think that's my my fiance and I do this all the time too, uh, and I think we both said nine for this one. <laughs> yeah, nine, easily a nine. It's easily so good. nine. And I think it's done, right? Like I I interpret this I think as it's, it's over. It's done. I think uh, it's everybody done. had closure, but I think we might see like Loki pop up again somewhere. I think he might help if. <laughs> If Disney decides to follow through with Kang, depending on how the Jonathan Majors trial goes, uh, I think we might see Loki come in and pull some strings. But I think an emotional arc from Thor 1 to end of Loki season 2, the Loki story is done. We might just pull him in for cameos or to have him do something like in the script. That's cool. But like him as a character, complete, I think, uh, which is so cool to see. I, lo- I love seeing a, a thread tied up. Got it. Got like seventeen more to go. Getting MCU. closure. Getting closure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, kind of like with uh, Guardians. Guardians three. It was perfect so closure. refreshing to me because it's like closure. it's done. It's it's saying <laughs> it's done goodbye. and it ended well. It's saying goodbye. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the perfect closure. It's um, yeah. It's oh man, that feeling. I mean, we got it with Iron Man. We got it with Cap in Endgame. Like mm-hmm. it feels good, yeah, to like let them to let let it go, go and be happy and yeah, f- content and fulfilled, yeah, and move on, yeah. It's a it's a very good feeling that I think the MCU needs more of versus like <laughs> you're done when I say we're done, <laughs> which we don't have still with Doctor Strange. No, God, no, Doctor Strange. I think he's going to be pretty important in the next Avengers or two. I'm curious about Spider Man because. In in theory, nobody knows who Spider Man is. Right, he's a, he's got the full reset. Even Strange doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I I think 
I think we'll see what he does. I think um, we saw the Marvels. I think we talked about this, right? We had a Marvel yeah. spoiler cast. They're setting up Young Avengers. I think Spider-Man will... Well, he they kind of put him in charge of the Avengers, right? I'm he trying took to, over I'm for tr- Iron Man. I'm trying to remember if he still has control of um, any of the Stark technology. No. He was poor college kid. That's why he sewed his own suit at the end of the movie. He is wearing his own homemade suit. Because what happened with the glasses? Um, that wasn't far from home. Yeah, what happened to those? Did they get destroyed? Did he hand them to Lucky? Happy? Or yeah. Happy, not Lucky. Happy? I think maybe he gave them back to Happy. I think he gave them to Happy and was like, yeah. this, is, this is you. I can't do it. Yeah. I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But I, I love it. I love a third being tied up. What does Tony Stark say to him when he gets the suit in uh, in um, Homecoming Civil War? No, in um, Infinity oh War. Infinity War. When the, he's like, wow, it smells like a new car, Mr. Stark. He's like, yeah, great. Like, have a good trip. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to remember what Tony Stark said. Yeah, all right, go home now. <laughs> yeah, he says like something. That. Yeah, he says something on those lines of very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Enjoy it. Okay, take care. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Dude, you got to rewatch Endgame. Maybe they'll throw it back into theater sometime. Then you can go see it again. See Endgame again? Yeah. Why? I can't believe you've only Infinity seen it War. once. I quoted Infinity no, War. No, I know, scene. but then it made me think of Endgame, the other half of Infinity War. You know what I also realized? Mm. Um, Doctor Strange doesn't really interact with a lot of the Avengers. No. I, I, I was watching this scene where he interacts with Thor for the first time. Yeah. Uh, Thor. Oh, in Ragnarok, right? In Ragnarok. Yeah. And that's a great scene. Uh, that was a great little cameo, but that was also a great scene because it was a, um, it, like, they didn't know each other yeah. at all. He's like, Thor, son of Odin. Thor Odinson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yes. And he has his umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> which is the hammer. <laughs> you can put your umbrella down. Yeah. And there's the umbrella holder. Yep. He's like, do you like tea? It's like, I don't drink tea. What do you drink? Not tea. And then it's the pint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Automatically, uh, <laughs> magically refills itself. Um, yeah, he interacts with Thor. He obviously interacts with Spider-Man, Iron Man, the Guardians. Does he interact with the Guardians? Yeah, on Titan in Infinity War. Oh, yeah. He fights right. with them. And that's right. He does his whole 14 million possibilities or whatever. Uh, I really think that's it. Is, is, is your friend supposed to look like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doc, you all right? <laughs> Strange, strange. <laughs> uh, here's another segue. I think I think we could wrap up. Logan. I love that. Um, uh, hi, I'm I'm Peter Parker. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made up names. Then I'm Spider Man. <laughs> um, it reminds me of that meme I sent you from Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yes. Hi, I'm I'm Will Ravengard. I'm Shadowheart. Oh, we're using our made-up names. Then I'm Blade, <laughs> Blade of Frontiers. Of Frontiers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've both beaten Baldur's Gate three. Yes, I man. know three people on the planet who have beaten it. Seriously, it's you, me, and my fiance four times. <laughs> I have beaten it with my friend JC. We uh, accomplished it. We. This is Dragon Tip. Yeah. The infamous Gith sorcerer. Sorcerer. Yeah. Wild Magic Sorcerer. Yeah. Which 
Wow, is it a problem when you turn into a sheep randomly? Um, in the <laughs> I late love stage wild magic. Yeah. Um, but yes, we finished it last Saturday. Yeah. Yes. But you finished it as Dark Urge. Uh, yes. I. So here's the thing. We. My only mission was fucking people. So I just said, <laughs> as, as long as I'm sleeping around, yeah. you can take point on the story of, yeah. the, of the campaign. And, and he said, boy, did he. And he was doing Dark Urge. Yeah. And he said, okay, sure. So he wanted all the power. And I was like, okay, do it, man. I'm, I'm hooking up. I'm yeah. good. Like, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm great. He's like, okay, cool. So when it came time to, oh, spoilers for Baldur's Spoiler Gate 3. for Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Skip ahead to the end of the episode yes. if you don't want to hear it. Uh, the, using the stones. Yep. And, it's, and and everybody's like, use it now. He was like, okay, I'm going to use it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we all got brainwashed and we're just, yeah. King, oh, yeah, that's right. Darker or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're, so you as a player got brainwashed. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Every, I've seen the Dark Urge bad ending. Yeah, um, and he he sits in the throne. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, the end. Yeah, and it was just the end. And then I unlocked something that only I guess one point six percent of people, yeah, of players have unlocked, which is uh, like use the control the nether brain or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. the red dragon something. Yeah. And it was really cool. And um, yeah. So our plan is we act, we actually talked about it uh, two days after we were like that's crazy that we beat this because uh, as you know we took our time. Oh yeah, we did not. You didn't we did not speed through it. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we were th- talking about it like, so are we just going to fucking start from scratch? And I went, honestly, that's a lot. Um, let's do this. I said, let's do this. Let's load the autosave of the final fight where you're fighting like yes. the dragon this and all that exactly shit. exactly what I was going to say. I was like, we're going to reload. Instead of you doing your dark urge bullshit, we'll do the other ending. Yes. And then we'll start from scratch. Yeah, well, I mean, I think... If you're anything like me, you'll do the other ending and you'll just be like, I'm good. That was perfect. I don't ever need to play again. <laughs> a part of me does have that feeling of like, I, we, we've been playing a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And then also on our Mondays. Yeah. Um, which we, we got to talk about because we, wow, did we flip a page uh, on that? I'm, I'm playing on Mondays um, for the good, for the better. Yeah. But um <laughs> Yeah, because he was asking, are we playing this again, or are we gonna, do we have to find another game to play? Because we always cycle games. And yeah. I was like, this game is really good. It's like the perfect two-person hangout, hang game. play game. Yeah. Uh, to chat about things and like break things down. Like, ooh, should we do this? Or like, ooh, that. Yeah. Um, it's like the perfect game. It's a good mix of let's talk about the game. Hey, how? anyway, how's that new job going? And shit yeah, like that. and yeah. I also want to try... like. I have what? I have three, char- four characters. Mm-hmm. I have a drow. I have a wood, uh, wood elf. I have my gith. I have my tiefling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like there's still more combos to try. Oh, yeah. You know? I want to try being a dragonborn. Yeah. Um, I think like the actual literal lizard person. Yeah. Because uh, I think that would be really neat. Uh, and there's different classes. I've only been a, what, a rogue, a sorcerer. You're a bard. Bard. Uh, rogue, sorcerer, bard, and I. Uh, what is the fourth one? Weren't you a ranger in one of them? Ranger, yes, thank you, yeah. ranger. I want to be a druid. Druid's uh, sick. I want to be a druid. Yeah. Uh, but like I've done those four, so it's like there's still more combos I want to try. Dragonborn druid. Oh my god. Yes, yeah. but there is a part of me that's just thinking. To your point, it's just like ah, you know, 
it's satisfying to get the the closure. And I, it's like, I don't, I'm not hungry to dive back in. Sure, sure, sure. But sure, I'm sure. willing to dive back in. I think go back to the last save before he did the bad ending, do the good ending, and see how that version of the game ends. Okay. Because I think it's it's just amazing. It's at least the way I played it in my game. Because it is really one of those endings where so many games are like, oh, there's so many choices you can make throughout the game, and there's 3,000 different endings. And it's like, they're barely different. That one is... Every character interaction you have with each character makes their ending end a certain way. And it, they're all such satisfying conclusions. All, I had all the side characters, even the ones you hate. <laughs> I, had, I had all of them with me. By the way. Yeah, hey. Just a, a quick asterisk. Yeah. We did the, uh, the vampire house cave mission oh, in yeah, Baldur's yeah, yeah. Gate. And as you know, I hate Asteria. Yeah. So at the very beginning, I told him to fuck off. So I never had him. <laughs> yeah. Guess who I found as a walking corpse in the <gasps> final vampire fight? No way. And guess, and just, uh, you don't need to guess. I'm going to tell you. The amount of joy I had <laughs> when I, I hovered over one of the targets and it said Asterion. <laughs> like Asterion corpse vampire or whatever. A corpse vampire. And I just went, oh, like where, that's a scary That's in like Casador's lair. That's great. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. He's like literally a walking corpse. Oh, did I just spoil something? I just spoiled something. This is I'm a sorry. spoiler cast. I don't, but for you, I don't want to spoil a game. Whatever. I played my playthrough. And this is where I am with my fiance. She has played it four different times, four drastically different times. Normal, good way. Normal, bad way. Dark urge, good way. Dark urge, bad way. And she has told me the way all of them end. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the way all of them go. And she hasn't told... Oh, she could, but she never probably did this. But she is so thirsty for Asteria. And so she didn't know... She didn't even know that sending him away was an option. Oh, yeah. Um, so early on, when, I, when you first meet him... And he puts a knife to your throat. And I say, like, fuck off. Go away forever now. And if I see you again, I'll kill you. He's yeah. like, fine. Yeah. No, he's gone. You don't see him ever again. He's gone until, like, halfway through chapter three. <laughs> yeah, halfway through chapter three, if you do the, uh, the the vampire side mission. How does that even start, then? What do you mean? Because for me, the only reason I went there was because Asterion is like, I want to go kill my boss. Oh, you find... Um you find one of the refugees, and they talk about how they had their children stolen. Some and of the was, Gur, the yes. hunters. Yeah, the hunters. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, like we were hunting blah, blah, blahs. In and that camp, Camp Rivington or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they said, oh, if if you can help us track them down or, or bring vengeance and justice. Uh -huh. uh, last we found them, we found traces of them at X. And then when you get there, you start seeing like, hmm, this is a weird fucking place. Lots, yeah. of, lots of dead bodies everywhere. Interesting. Uh, and then the deeper you go, the more it's like, oh, we're worshiping the house of vampire. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We love vampires. So where was Asterion in that house? Was he like down in the dungeon? And down in the dungeon in the final dungeon fight against all of the vampires. Oh, which, okay. by the way, they're all naked. Um, yes. <laughs> was Asterion naked? Yes. Oh, well, so he was being used for the ritual. Yes. Which, okay, got it, got but it. But he got was it, a it. corpse. So it didn't look like Asterion. It looked like a corpse. He was an animated corpse. Oh, wow. It's an Asterion corpse. That's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, yes, he's dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> so can I spoil Asterion's story if you don't no. send him away? No. Because you still might want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the one who was like, I fucking hate that guy. He tortured me. 
I w- let's go kill him. And then I met those people you met at the camp and they're like, Hey, we are, we were like ransacked by vampires or whatever. We hate vampires. That's a Sterion. We know he's a vampire. And literally if he's in your party, <laughs> it's one of my favorite cutscenes of the game. He goes, hi, <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> that wasn't me. Uh, but, and I hate them just as much as you do. And we'll, we'll make this right. And it's, it's actually like in middle of chapter three, like one of the first, like good things he does. Cause he's a very flawed character. Um, he was literally like, hi, like he like leans over and it's like one of the most human animations you see in the game. He like twiddles his fingers. Hi. Hi. Um, it's so good. And then, uh, and yeah, pretty much I think the rest of that goes the same, except Asterion's not a corpse, but there's a, he's, he's, the guy tries to use him in that ritual and it's just. Well, he gets used. Depending, <laughs> depending on the way you choose to end that mission. And I've seen both ways. Holy shit. Is it heavy? It's like one of the most emotional missions. It's so cool. Um, yeah, that's very cool. I just can't stand him. He's he, he's a twat. He's like <laughs> he's a, a very annoying, like bad person. Yeah. But like, then like you find out his character. He's just a very flawed character. And then you find out there's reasons for that. Justifiable or not. Like he was made that way. It's not his nature to be that way. He was his life experiences have caused him to be that way. And you can, if you really fall in love with him, like my fiance did, you can fix him. <laughs> like, I know he's a toxic. bad guy, but I can make him better. Fucking toxic. Yeah. Wow. The fucking toxicity in this yeah. character. This is why I'm yeah, so yeah, glad yeah. that he, uh, that I always have him killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so literally in our multiplayer game, he's at our camp. We run into a vampire hunter, and the guy's like, I'm looking for someone named Dysterion. And you're just like, Yep, he's at our camp. <laughs> Go get him, boy. Go get him. <laughs> and I was like, God damn. And the hunter's like, Hunter's like, Wait, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go get him. I uh, one of my <laughs> one of my friends was playing, and he he liked having a staring because he was a rogue, but he also hated him. He's like, fucker, tried to drink my blood in the middle of the night. Yeah, Fuck no, that no, guy. No, no. He held a knife to my throat. Now he's drinking my blood. I do not like this guy, but he's very good to have in my party. And then the vampire hunter came up, and if the vampire hunter comes up while Asterion's in your party, he doesn't know what Asterion looks like. He just knows he's looking for a vampire named Asterion, and you have to be like. So you're looking for someone named Asterion, huh? And you kind of glance over at Asterion and the options are like, like play it cool or like give him up. And if you like, uh, give him you up. could like play it cool, but like, nope, never heard of him. Uh, anyway, on your way. Good luck. Or you could be like anything you have to say about that. Asterion. Asterion's <laughs> like, yeah, let's kill this fucker. <laughs> and you could like kill him. One of the options is just like, that's him. <laughs> my friend did that. And I'm like, What? <laughs> and I was like, what happens? Your he friend's goes, a good person. That's he why. He literally just goes like, what? What? And then he puts him in handcuffs and drags him away. The end. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's it's fantastic. wild, like, how much true freedom the game gives you. Yeah. And I, like, I keep hearing about these things. And, like, they have full dialogue for that. Yep. And it's all voice act. And it's all motion capture acted. Because, like, all the whole game is, like, motion captured. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, no. And it's also so just, it's just... I want to play again, and when I and I'm going to have Asterion in camp, and when he tries to drink my blood, I'm attacking him. I haven't tried that one yet. Yeah, interesting. There's like an attack him now. I mm-hmm. have seen that one, and I okay. I think you'll like it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm gonna fucking hell yeah. Uh, what else? Um, 
But yeah, I I just played. I did every decision I wanted my character to do. Like I essentially played the character as myself. Like I just did what I would do. And when you do that, the ending you get is so personally satisfying. Like yeah. the way every character ends up is like, I'm happy for you, man. <laughs> this that's, that's so cool. And then I just live off in a cottage somewhere with Shadowheart, my wife. <laughs> and it's like this is perfect. I, I, I'm I doing that right now with... Uh, I did that a little bit with Dragon Tip, but a part of it is Tarnished because it's in a party with mm. another person. So yeah. my single-player game, I think I'm going to get the actual genuine this was my experience and my outcome. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it's just me hunting for uh, accomplishments, objectives. Of, yeah. I want to see what happens with this or... I never, I never slept with Halson, and I was that was a huge goal of mine. And I'm really sad that he left my camp before we could hook up. Yeah. So like, I need to work harder on Halson. Um, <laughs> I know this for my fiance. If you're dating Asterion and Halson asks you to hook up, you can you have the option of asking Asterion if he's cool with that. And I think he says, "Go climb that tree. <laughs> like, go, go get that, Daddy." <laughs> I've uh I am currently in my single player mode, pretty attached to Carlac, but all the ladies love me. So all three of them I'm pretty much in a relationship with. But I'm focusing on Carlac. I did already hook up with uh what's her name? Lazel. Um which was a very violent experience. Yeah. Uh very hardcore experience, you yeah. might say. Um and uh yeah, I like how Shadowheart's very like laissez faire. Yeah. She's just like, hey, well, you know, if you still got some in you, you know, I'm open tonight. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah. She's all a right. she's a fun lady. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great. She's also, a- I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um I was surprised, but it's really I really like the way she turned into like with her gray hair or white hair, like Shadow Heart the White. Yes. Um super cool. Yeah. I love that. I had no idea that was gonna be a transition. Yep. And Me neither. It was. It was so satisfying yes. the way it happened. <laughs> and now every time I talk to her with her helmet off, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Badass. Oh, God. Fucking she looks badass. so good. <laughs> yeah, badass. And it's like she does like the white hair, but it also it's like parted differently. It's like a genuinely different yeah. hairstyle. Yeah. It's so good. It's and so like cool. just her that her character growth is so yes. good. Yes. Asterian's character growth. Nah, fuck him. Carlac's story, I will say. I'm not far with Carlac's story, so don't ruin anything. Okay. I, I'm essentially... I am one infernal iron install along, and we're at a point where we're 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 just fucking, um, what is it called? Phone sexing. Yeah, yeah, we're just phone sexing with <laughs> each just other. Dirty right talking. Yeah, to we're each just other. dirty talking to each other. And I'm waiting for. I got to get to Damon for the second infernal yeah. install, and then we'll see what happens after that. I did see what happened uh, a bit in terms of Carlac dealing with Gortash. Sure. Because uh, she doesn't like Gortash, and she was in party for that conversation. Bit. Yeah. Um, also, taking down Gortash the first time was a huge mistake. The second time was so perfectly executed <laughs> that when my friend initiated the combat, I was it, uh, with Shadowheart and Dragon Tip, literally in the perfect spots where the wall grenades couldn't reach me. Or flamethrowers couldn't hit me. Yeah. And I had enough super range on all of my spells that we were just like freezing, blades, <laughs> bugs, <laughs> fucking ice. Bugs. <laughs> You're confused. Did you get the, the achievement for killing him without setting off any traps? 
No, it's we, like the hardest no, one because we game. set off traps. Oh, so. my God. It's so hard. That's like one of the very few trophies we have left before my fiance and I, mostly my fiance, get the platinum trophy. Um, what, what was your fiance's? Uh, you know what? You know what? what? Save it. Because it will be a great dinner conversation. Sure. For when. Ask me dinner. the question, though. I want to hear what your. I want to know what her character bills were. Okay, cool, 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 cool. It's cool. like, oh, druids, rangers, paladins, monks, oh, clerics. I am all of a sudden so much more excited for this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a huge, huge BG3 It's going to be there for hours. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Bottles, baby. Yeah. Another bottle. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, man. That game That game is just so good. Game of the year? Be- 100%. Sorry, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> wow. Baldur's Gate 3, I think, genuinely, is the best game I've ever played ever it's in your entire life perfect better than breath of the wild yep perfect from beginning to end says the guy with the zelda tattoo not yet i don't have a zelda tattoo i thought you had one i have the office and dungeons and dragons kind of a Baldur's gate tattoo (laughs) you've seen my dungeons and dragons tattoo right that you could fight one of those i I did i did fight one of those (laughs) yeah yeah i remember i remember thinking out loud i was like that's definitely something i've seen before but i don't know what it's called (laughs) Uh, so actually the ones in the game are called spectators. That's yes, this one's, yes. this one's a beholder. Uh, spectators are the baby version of this. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're okay. the ones with four eyes. These ones have 10 okay. and I think they're bigger and they're like more sentient. Like they talk like they're, oh, they're right, characters. Right. Dude. Holy shit. I forget what I did to my character, but like I, it's kind of with my tiefling bard with my mm-hmm. persuasion buff. My persuasion buffs by the end of the game, I was at a plus, I think, 15, 17 on all persuasions. <laughs> and I, I, I was joking with my friend. I was like, you should let me talk. I'm pretty sure I could talk every single bad guy to being on our side for something. Yep. Because I'm a plus yep. fucking 15 to 17 on everything. There's some wild shit you could do with really high persuasion checks. Yeah. Um, almost, literally almost every character in chapter two the one where you're in the the shadow lands, whatever the curse. Underdark. Lands. No, the the sh- underdark is the second half of chapter one. But the actual oh yeah, when you need the, the lamp. shadow cursed lands yeah. with the lamp. Yeah, you can convince almost every bad guy to kill themselves. <laughs> you could just say you should probably kill yourself, <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck, you make a good point." God, <laughs> God damn! Like bosses, really? Like the boss? No spoilers for people who haven't played it, but the boss of chapter two. The, the famous actor guy who yes. plays the character, yes. you could convince him to kill himself. And he's like, you're right. And he fucking yeets himself into the hole. <laughs> and then you still have to fight the second version. The second version, yeah. yeah. But you could just say, nope, kill yourself. <laughs> have you seen, speaking of that actor, have you watched season one yet? No. Gotta. It's on our list. Actually, both of us want to watch it. I don't think you realize how much you're missing of a performance that I know. is. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's... Incredible. Is he in season two? Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's. I, I finished. I'm up to date on season two. And he is in it. He is. He's not in it all the time. Okay. Got but it. he is in it. Okay. Um, we're t- we're talking about Invincible, by the way. <laughs> yeah, season two is more somehow it's more brutal than the first. Wow. The first is more shocking. Got it. The second one's more brutal. They just dial it up. They dial it up. Got it. It's. Okay. Yeah, no, you should 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100% watch season one and just, I'll just say this just push through it. Okay. There's some rough moments. Shit. 
<laughs> just push through it. I mean, I've heard not I rough like bad, rough like you're going to visually and emotionally get put through the grinder. I mean, I've seen some of like the scenes. Yeah. Um, so I get like, but once you get the emotional impact of them, the, the backstory, the context, I, I remember hearing about that comic book as it was coming out. Cause it was from the guy who made the walking dead comic yeah. book. And then people like he made a superhero comic book and I'm like, Ugh, boring. It was so interesting that he made a zombie comic book and now he's just making a super people are like, Nope, you don't understand. <laughs> this one's different. It's, uh, imagine the, the brutalness of the walking dead, but with superheroes. Yep. I'm like, that doesn't sound good. And it's very good. It's very good. It's very, very good. Yeah. He even has the same, um, what's his name? Steven. Um, Steven Yoon. Steven Yoon. Yeah. He has the same. He's in Walking Dead, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Plays Glenn, which maybe has one of the most heartbreaking scenes in all of TV history. Well, um, may, might have a second one with Invincible if you watch it. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this anyway. is becoming a supersized episode. So thanks, everybody, for listening. It's good to be back. Uh, if you enjoyed these, this triple spoiler cast, we spoiled Baldur's Gate, Loki. Triple threat episode. And Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving spoilers. Um, give us a like or a rating or whatever those are called and share it with a friend if you want. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. good you're fine you're how good. are you i'm fine good yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>